Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Castology. Welcome to Castology, the podcast where we discuss podcasts and love podcasts. And listen to podcasts or in a sabis. Sorry, so I'm going to call you out early. No, you can do that. I oh, know you. Wait, no. uh, in a sabis case, may have listened to some of Don't the podcasts, but to- also <laughs> in my case as well. Sometimes Nick just wanted to call you out because we always call him out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh! I'm the new kid <laughs> on the block. Is that how this is working? You about to get yours? Shit, Nick. I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely fucked. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Nick Bleak here. Across from me is our regular C Weber and our guest. Asabi E. Goodman. Oh, Asabi's <laughs> back, baby. Um, so, yeah, we're here to discuss some podcasts. And we have a theme this week, which is... It's for Nick. It's just, <sighs> it's it's Nick's just theme. It's a one-person this, theme. This is one of, if not the most exciting theme that we've we've done, I think, on the show. And I think even before I came onto the show as wow. well. So, And I can say that with authority, too. Um, our theme is sport. I mean, you're excited. Oh, yeah, Zane, Zane, Zane's not Zane. You're not happy with this. I'm not. I'm not unhappy with it. It's just I, I. I did have to go looking for a sport podcast, and I am happy with the one that I found. Mm. It was very interesting. Mm. I listened to the whole thing. Um, That's a lot. That's that, huge. Like what? <laughs> it, it is a limited series. Oh, okay. Um, Two episodes. <laughs> Just the trailer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's enough. Um, and I am very happy that Asabi went with the the pun uh, sport. <laughs> I do. Yeah, podcast. It is a sport in some. Yeah, I mean, cases. It, yes. it, it talks. A, it acknowledges the existence of sport. It does. Yeah. Yes. Which I, honestly is sport in itself. So yeah. that's mm. huge. And yes. I mean, we have got two sport podcasts from Unix. So yeah, oh, I, did, I, I I pulled a Zane. Yep, yeah, you yeah. did. Right, I mean, I could recommend a sport. <laughs> Podcast. Is there? Is that? Is but, this? This is the sport podcast that you do to. listen to? No, I don't listen to oh, any sport podcast. Do you know who I am? <laughs> you you just met dollar. me today for crying out loud. <laughs> um, all right. So, well, Zane, seeing you're so excited, <laughs> yes, about sport and your podcast, what are you going to recommend? I'm going to recommend a podcast called "It Seemed Smart." Uh, <laughs> uh, so this is this is a podcast from uh, SB Nation. So it is no longer running, oh. uh, but it is it, it, it ran for eight episodes, and it was just meant to be a limited series. And it's basically just talking about like liars and cheaters uh, and like the the scoundrels of sport and like big uh so tom brady mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know I yes. tom brady was never mentioned really um, but Cheater. like there, there's a there's a two part two part um ep, uh, two part episode on the tour de france 
and like mm-hmm. why that was like the pinnacle of cheating for a good yeah. while mm-hmm. um, and the corruption involved with Ugh. that. Um, so yeah, it's like uh, I, I say, Spencer Hall shares the absurd stories of stolen bats, pirated play calls, renegade cross-country road races. Flat and, balls. <laughs> and promising footballers who it turns out were never really footballers. <laughs> um, so this is, uh, like I said, SB Nation and Vox. Mm. So yes. this, was, this was a Vox podcast. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it was lots of fun to listen to and it wasn't just... It wasn't like heavy sport. It was like sport and look at all these weird people who play it. Mm. Um, so it's kind of sports stories rather than um, this team kicked this many points at the other team today. Nice. <laughs> That's what I imagine sports podcasts sound like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's uh, so it, it gives you it gives smart. you a bit of a story. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and yeah. it's presented in a very amusing way as that's well. That's cool. Um, it's not. Uh, it's it's the opposite of dry. So <laughs> that would be my sports podcast. I feel like I'm getting quite I would just read out. all the, the stats for the day <laughs> <laughs> across every type of sport, and there you go. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you joke, but those podcasts exist. Oh. And not not only do those podcasts exist, but, like, searching through, there are so many fantasy sports podcasts. Yes. Yeah, that's... Yes, mm, it's fantasy, fantasy sports are huge. It's yep. weird. It's like, not only are you asking me to care about sports, you're asking me to pretend... Uh, to care about your pretend ideas mm, about sports. Mm, and it's like, yep. oh, this is too many degrees of separation for me to maintain. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a fucking Insane. lot. So, yeah. so it, it seems smart. Okay. It seems smart. It I seems love it. smart. Asabi. Oh, <laughs> you want to go straight to yeah. me, do you? Um, all right. <clears throat> so what is sport, right? Mm. <laughs> let's just, Great question. Let's just what start there. Sport? <laughs> you know, I mean, it could be people watching. That is a sport. Asabi, it Asabi, could... let, me, let me suggest <laughs> that sport, sport is competition between two distinct sets of people to achieve certain goals over the other set of people. Okay, so my recommendation <laughs> is Code Switch, nice. <laughs> which I believe right. sort of talks of take life as a sport that's that's basically <laughs> what it is. is because it you have competing groups of people who are trying to achieve the same goal and sometimes one wins over the other and sometimes that goal is achieved and sometimes it's not um code switch is a great podcast that looks <laughs> at american society and the role that race plays in the sport of life yeah. Oh, that How's is that. that there is, you go. I mean, that's good. Well, it's not sports specific. It does talk about race from like the perspectives of like politics and pop culture. That is history correct. History and sport. Sport is in there. Yeah, sport I was is, say, yes, sport is, is definitely yeah. in there. So, I mean, it, it covers it, it covers society basically. So yeah. every aspect of society, from housing to schooling to protesting to sports. Yeah. And the role that race has played in each aspect of those topics. And yeah. while code switch does mean to like put on a different face when you're talking to someone of a different yes. race, it also means to switch the style of sport that you're playing. I did not Correct. know that. Yes. <laughs> code switch is a, is a big thing in Australia because players actually, you know what? I won't get into it. I'm not. I, otherwise, it's because we have rugby union and rugby yeah. league and oh, it's right. slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. But it, um, but it is an NPR podcast and yes. I will like just put it out there. Like I have been listening to this one for a long time. Mm. Um, and 
it did come up briefly in our People of Colour yes. podcast uh, bonus episode, but I'm looking forward to deep diving into this one next yeah. week. Yeah. I love this podcast. Yeah, it's one of my favourites. All right. So I went a bit crazy. I pulled a Zane. I recommended two podcasts. Oh, how um, dare you. The, this is again, just to pay me back for what, Spongebob. Pretty I, much. I made him listen to a Spongebob podcast yeah, a couple of weeks ago. That me, should be... Ugh. You got me. You got me. You got me good. Uh, so my my two recommendations, and again, I, my, I do stress... You, don't have to listen to both. You can take a pick. Now, how f- dare you say that on the air? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm saying it for Fully the listeners, not for you. I <laughs> listen to both. Um, so my first recommendation actually is the podcast that actually got me into podcasts. I never listened to podcasts until I started listening to this one. Um, now it's called No Dunks. It's presented by five dudes. It's again, it's a dude show. You know, Zane's dying because he's had too much water. <laughs> That's it. Just let it go down, mate. There relax, we go. Relax, Zane. Relax. Take a breath. There we go. Are you okay? <laughs> Good. Okay. All right. There we go. Um. So it's presented by five guys. Um. One is an Australian. So um. Lee Ellis. He's one of my favorite people on earth. But it literally just talks about basketball. It's just basketball. It's just lots of basketball. Um. And they started the originally the show started off as a show called The Starters, and it was. They have been doing this show since, I think, basically since podcast started, so 2006. Um, and the the beauty of this show is that it is very, it's not very uh, inside basketball. It very much comes across as a well-crafted game sort of show. They've got different segments. They talk about, you know, pop culture stuff on the outside as well. And for me, this is the show that got me into basketball, also got me into podcasts. So, um, so this is what we have to blame. Correct. Yeah. Don't so, listen to this podcast. Thanks, no, no. <laughs> yeah, don't. Uh, if you it, look, if you have any interest in any remote interest in basketball, this honestly is a really, really good starting point because it is very easy to listen. I mean, to. over the time, because they started very early, has the like the the format or the presentation or the production value changed much? It's, or? Honestly, it's gotten better, but the hosts have literally been the same the whole time, okay. except for Lee. So Lee came onto the show. A few years ago, and he used to be uh, he used to be a reporter for SB Nation, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a really good old school knowledge of basketball, so he always tends to like flash back to you know nineteen eighties yeah, cool. All Star Game and all that sort of stuff. So, it's the the beauty of the show for me is that it very much is a you know you're sitting down with friends having a conversation about basketball. It's all well and good, but the thing that they do really good is they do really well is they interact with their listeners like really really well like almost every episode they get listener questions in they're always they're always getting questions or responses from their audience and they got booted off the nba network because the nba couldn't afford them so they ended up getting rude yeah i know so they ended up getting bought up by this website called the athletic so um yeah i won't get into too much else but yeah it's called no dunks there's a shitload of episodes um in terms of where are you would start they have started doing these little mini sods called what you need to know which are kind of handy just to get an idea of where things are at basketball yeah um in the basketball world but for the most part um just going in and getting a feel for it and then maybe stepping back and going through so um my second recommendation <laughs> um, is called Take Line, um, a podcast hosted by Jason Concepcion and Renee Montgomery. Renee Montgomery is, was a basketballer for the Atlanta Dream and the Minnesota Lynx in the WNBA, um, and now she's an investor in the Atlanta Dream. Um, she is, she was actually an amazing player to watch at Minnesota when she was playing there. She won two championships, I'm pretty sure. Um, but Take Line is a crooked media podcast, um, and this one is very similar. So it is about basketball because it's my favorite sport. Um, but 
but it's I wouldn't have picked that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I knew that. What a surprise! Yeah. Um, but this show, it's not just about basketball. I think it's about the intersection between pop culture as well as controversies on and off the court. So whether that's um, I know the Atlanta Dream had issues with like, uh, oh, I might be wrong, but there was a senator that was invested in it and that senator is a racist piece of shit and then mm. they got booted Did you say out. he's from Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there was an... There's an no, Georgia. And they mm-hmm. they talk a lot about that. So there's uh, there was an episode dedicated to the MLB pulling the All-Star game from Atlanta because of their voter suppression mm-hmm. bill. Yep. Um, that goes to show how up to date I am. But they also talk about gender disparities in the NCAA and um, anti-trans bills. Like, it's not just basketball. It is a really nice yeah. balance of sport and they've done it's it's very early they've only got a so it's really like sport culture yeah it is yeah. it is um and i think for me the reason that i really like it is that it does balance a little bit and the jason conception i i've recommended shows of his before he this he does is, have one of my favorite names in the entire world 100 yeah. percent. he does have there's a chaotic energy he has that is a little bit more suppressed on this show and i think that's the jason that i kind of like because right, yeah you're not sitting there like snorting lines every single time he screams. So, um, but yeah, it's a very early show. They only started about a month or two months ago. Um, but yeah, honestly, pick it, pick an episode. It is very much grounded in the news of the now and what's happening. But I do love how they're able to balance those current issues in the US um, along as well as finding those issues within sport. So yeah, cool. Take line. Take line. No dunks. No dunks. Oh, Zane, I can't wait for your reviews of those ones. Okay. How dare you. So we had some, <laughs> we, we had some, uh, we had some recommendations from last week. We did. Um, so, Asabi. Oh, no. <laughs> what was your recommendation last week? My recommendation from last week was MuggleCast, a Harry Potter podcast. Yes. Yes. The Harry Potter yeah. It is. Yes, Honestly. it's pretty much yeah. the... I mean, there are a number of different Harry Potter podcasts, and this podcast, as I was saying last week, was born out of the MuggleNet.com website, which is the oldest and largest Harry Potter fan website. Yeah. It was founded in 1999. Um, and that website has spawned a number of different podcasts as well, but MuggleCast is probably the one... I, I would say it's probably the one that most people listen to. They have about 50,000 listeners per week. Unreal. And it basically just focuses on the Harry Potter universe, the Wizarding World. Um, they talk about the theme parks. They talk about the books. They talk about the actors, the directors. They talk about theories. They just It's everything that you could and want to know about Harry Potter they discuss. They have a lot of fan interaction as well. So people can send in their theories of, you know, like when when the idea first became known that the last book was going to center around these horcruxes, people were like, okay, so what's a horcrux, you know? And, and they had episodes where they were discussing what people thought the horcruxes were, what the hallows were, you know? So it's it, it really is kind of a deep dive into the Harry Potter universe and fandom as well. I mean, well, that was my main question last week was mm. like, how do they keep coming up with one hour of content a week when mm. there is not new content coming out? And like, it is very interesting. I mean, the the li- the latest episode I haven't listened to it, but they're, they're talking about the best Harry Potter fan fiction. Yes, which yes. I imagine is going to be an interesting mm-hmm. conversation. <laughs> There's so much out um, there. <laughs> 
But I listened to uh, the How to Tell Fred and George Weasley Apart. Yes. <laughs> Which was very, it was actually very interesting because they made some really interesting points because, like, it, there's a, it's a big thing in the entire wizarding community, like what your Patronus is mm-hmm. and yeah. what your wand is. Yes. Like, because that's kind of a big uh, part of the mythology surrounding all the characters. And you actually don't know what Fred and George's Patronuses are or what their wands are made no, out of. Yeah. And it never comes up, but they are kind of, the, I would say probably the biggest characters that we don't know that about. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. So like that's kind of that's kind of a weird discussion that happened in in one one hour in of content. Hour, it's yeah. like I was engaged and it was very interesting. And you can tell that these people are big fans and they know their stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I didn't go searching for like what are their opinions on J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah. um, they will. I mean, and they do discuss that when it yeah, when yeah. it's appropriate when it mm. comes up, you know. But I think the the thing is they're they are immersed in the world and they yeah, are fans yeah. of the world. And regardless of what J.K. Rowling's beliefs are. It's such a huge part of their life. That, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and they, they will put out statements saying, look, we don't agree with what she says, and but we're still I, part I'm of the I'm fandom. of the opinion yeah. that art belongs to those who enjoy it, mm. not just the artist. Yes. So, like, yeah. J.K. Rowling can say whatever she wants about mm. what the art is, but, like, if there are trans people who enjoy Harry Potter, I'm not going to say you can't enjoy Harry Potter as a trans person because of J.K. Rowling. Like, exactly, exactly. Yeah. There, yeah, there's literally characters that can change their entire physicality in mm-hmm. Harry Potter, so you do you. Exactly. Um, and the fan fiction, so I used to be a huge fan of Harry Potter fan fiction, and I've re- there's just there's so much of it out there. Have you written any? I've never written any, okay. no. <laughs> I've What's written to some pairing? of the authors. Um, <laughs> I, I yeah, kind of liked is... Hermione and Draco. <laughs> oh! <laughs> because it's like, it's that I hate Muggleborn, but I love you. Kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, we know Draco, and that's where all of his aggression towards her comes from, is the fact that he wanted to fuck her. So, <laughs> so I've always enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> that sounds really So what dark. did you think, Nick? Um, I honestly, I think that the thing that struck me about this is that um, they have been able to... Every, everything that I'm that I've listened to on this is it doesn't feel like a stretch because I think it also speaks to how vast the actual universe that J.K. Rowling as 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 much of a psycho as she may be um, has built and how lived in that universe is by these people and I think for me that I appreciated um, how they're there's no real like bias. They don't really. It's not. They're not defending Harry Potter. They're not defending like certain things, whether it's inside the universe or outside the universe. I think they're very objective with a lot of their takes, and I, I really appreciated that. One of the things that I listened to, actually, one of the, my favorite episodes was the Johnny Depp recasting mm. for Fantastic Beasts three, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way they discussed it wasn't just a you know light the torches, let's go. It was very much a discussion about mm. how they would recast him, whether it's worth bringing Colin Farrell back. They should. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Because I could watch them all day. Um, but the fact that they were able to treat it not as... They, they're obviously fans, but they're also able to take that step back and also go, yeah. we have to look at this objectively, um, speaks so much. This These are, these are really beautiful fans. Yeah. And I know that uh, most fandoms are, honestly can be really bad, but this is the prime example of, of fandom yeah, being this is excellent. wholesome fandom. Yes, yeah. yes, it really is. And yeah. I think that's because it, it starts from childhood. Yeah. And so a lot of their fans are young mm. readers and, and, and their it's parents who were young readers and now their children are starting to read. So when they read a lot of the fan 
letters that come in, it's usually parents who are saying, you know, I read it when I was 11 and now my young 10-year-old is starting to read it or my 8-year-old is starting to get into it and yep. I'm enjoying sharing that with them. Yeah. So it, it's already gone generational. And I think also the beauty of it is that they do ask those questions where it is like the best and worst of Ron Weasley. Like yeah. mm. for the most part, like I looking at the movies and reading the books and my memory serves me, I would probably not really think that. And now actually being able to listen to and work out and agree or disagree with those sort of theories and those ideas is super interesting. And again, how to tell Fred and George Weasley part. I would never think of that. Yeah, I love yeah, Fred exactly. and George, but you're just like, oh, that's a great question. Mm. And the fact that they're able to extract an hour out of that and discuss it in that like in an engaging way shows to me like that they really are immersed in it and it's a good immersion it's not really like and the other thing i really enjoy about this podcast is that they've been going for so long yeah and they've had such a degree of success and they're still independent yeah i think that's that's really well done that's stunning that is absolutely very rare yeah um so congratulations like that's that's great that's what that's what we want podcasts to be yeah i actually i have i had listened to this a few years ago and i didn't subscribe to it but i listened to a few episodes that people recommended to me but just going back and just feel feeling how refreshed I was after listening to it. I I ha, I re, I have subscribed to it because I'm like just being able to go back and go through some of those theories mm. and actually re-explore the universe because I haven't really been involved in the Harry Potter universe for for a fair while. So actually exploring that in the fashion that they do here compared to like for example when binge mode did their harry potter deep dive as great as it was theirs is from a really just thick information yeah yeah. uh take rather than actually just exploring you know surface level questions look at all these things we know rather than like okay let's talk about this yeah it's very (laughs) detailed and the other great thing i like about this podcast they've done for every book they've done a chapter by chapter episode oh cool so they will they'll start with the very first book first chapter and they dive through that chapter and then they rename the chapter based on what's happened so each one of them renames the chapter and they've gone through and they've done all seven books so you'll be able to find that along the way as well if you go looking through doing a bit of a read along yeah yeah yeah. it's so it's it's a book club it's information it's it's like i said everything that the harry potter fan wants to know it's in this podcast yeah it's a high recommend if you're interested in harry potter and and the kind of expanding that in a wholesome way rather than engaging in some of the toxic fandom Mm. things that exist on the internet yeah exactly it it is very separate to that which i do appreciate and when it does get involved it it does do do a very good job of keeping itself separate from that which (laughs) i find is very i mean they are opinionated (laughs) yeah i still call them i still call them kids because like i've been listening to them since they were kids Yeah, yeah but um it is fun to hear how their ideas have grown over the years and yeah. how they've grown over the years. So yeah. I say listen to it from the very beginning if you haven't. Just start from episode one. There are 510 episodes. <laughs> wow. it's <laughs> a fuckload. So just uh, get into it. Get your life. <laughs> um, okay. So let's move on to Zane's. I recommended the Monk Debates podcast, uh, which is basically an extension of like a live debate event uh, where they get like special speakers and experts to come in and debate. And and by debate, I mean non-combatively give the best argument for their side of the debate um, on various different topics, ranging from like ancient philosophers to modern day politics to random science fiction uh, concepts. Uh, so yeah, what did you think? 
Um, I listening to this, I was like, I I was getting flashed back to when I went in, like I was in debate classes in high school, like really flashback. I was like, geez, like like driving down to Brisbane and going to All Hallows and having like going into going to debates against other schools, and I was fucking horrible at it. Like I was honestly, I'm so bad because I was just like, I'm just really shit at it. And then obviously these other nerds are just really good at it. Um, but the thing that I I love about this is it's so. Again, I thought I thought it was like, is it kind of taking the piss a little bit? Because it, it's it's so, so yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's so yeah yeah, but it's like the, it's so formal. Like I feel like everyone is yep. wearing like like to the dress to the fucking nines suits and all this other shit. Oh, it's and a it's just, black tie debate. Oh, yeah. it's it's ridiculous, <laughs> and I and I think I that's why I loved it so much. I think honestly, the debates and the actual discussions are incredibly interesting. I listened to uh, Go Green, Go Nuclear, and I listened to uh, another episode, which I, there is a lot of episodes. Yes. So, yeah. um, but again, if you're interested in hearing both sides of the de- of the debate in a way that actually feels very neutral and not honestly. Uh, um, it's factual, not, yeah. not uh, I guess, persuasive. Yeah, it's it, it doesn't feel... It, uh, none of the opinions really feel inciting either. Like, it yeah. very much is a well-researched each side of the debate, but it is so formal. And I honestly was laughing at some of Tum Tum because <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking hilarious about just how, like, be it resolved, you know? And you're just like, oh, my goodness, this is... I can just imagine yeah. taking you to a live debate event and you're just chuckling at I the honestly inappropriate moment. That yes. would be me. Yeah. I, like, I yeah. can't stand debating. Um, <laughs> I, I Probably my favourite debate was featured in the film Old School when they got up oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that two-second thing and I was like, yeah, okay, that's all I can handle. That's great. I think my um, favourite debate is Billy Madison. Oh, no. yeah. oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, and that's kind of where I stand on debates. Um, uh, <laughs> I did not listen to this. I, sorry, guys. I'm a freelance actor and I'm working. Um <laughs> <laughs> but <Hashtag blessed. laughs> yes, booked and blessed. And blessed. <laughs> um, but going scrolling scrolling through and seeing what some of these episodes are, you know, like the one on uh, let's see, what is it? There was one on the COVID vaccine, mm-hmm. and I I like I would love to hear what people have to say about this sort of thing. And it it actually it has piqued my interest, you know, or like the GameStop frenzy is good for investors and good financial for financial markets. I would love to hear about that as well. So, the COVID one is very interesting because it it, the opposing debate is not it's going to mind control you and the government's trying to track you and it's going to kill you all it is these vaccines have been developed very quickly and they haven't been tested in the Mm. rigorous nature so they may not be as effective in the long term as vaccines but aren't they aren't they just variants of existing vaccines like aren't they using the existing vaccine that they've already so i mean we don't need to discuss and and that's that's the thing that's what it goes into yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) and and that's that's the kind of stuff that i like to hear because i mean hello who has not come across a keyboard warrior on facebook (laughs) these dipshits that they think they know everything and they're just like wikipedia says you know yeah and um i you know i for one do believe that covid is real (laughs) i've had friends parents and i've had i've had friends who've had it i've had friends parents who've died from it um you know so i i understand the brevity of it Mm. yes we are fortunate because we're in australia and we have not been as affected by it but that doesn't mean that it's not deadly (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean, like, I could die from asthma, but not everybody who gets asthma is going to die, but it's very deadly for me. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's, it's being able to... Debating allows you to have that sort of other viewpoint mm. when you listen to a debate. You can hear both sides of the coin or the story. Sorry, yeah. you wouldn't hear and I think side of the coin. These particular debates do a really good job of presenting just the data mm. rather than presenting the data in a persuasive, emotional way. Yes, it's um, like the news. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> this is this is the facts, and this is what these facts will lead on to in the sure. future. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah so I, I would definitely, I'm definitely going to be listening to some of these. I think they're interesting. Excellent. All right, we're going to go on to my recommendation, which was The Crisis from Vice News. You seem a little trepidatious. Do you think that we're not going to like it? <laughs> Let me find out. <laughs> Honest, I'm curious. I am very curious about I, I enjoy the podcast. I think uh, it's a little less constructed than some similar podcasts mm. that we've gone to. But I think it's, I don't think that that might be a little unfair of me to say, because uh, I don't think it's less constructed. I think it's just constructed in a very different way. Yeah. Where usually a story will build to something, to a conclusion or to an event. This definitely kind of takes the event and deconstructs, deconstructs it in the opposite it. way. Mm. Um, I definitely realized that I don't know as much Spanish as I would like to. Um, but I did know a little bit. Um, and again, listening listening to this, it is a great way to kind of figure out what you can pick up on and what you can't pick up on. Mm. So for anyone looking for a great way to kind of integrate Spanish into your English, I think this kind of podcast where it features um, like actual record news recordings and whatever in the native language and then mm. you can actually, they in some cases they do a direct translation, it's a great way to practice that. But other than that, as a as a uh, a news or or a documentary podcast, very good. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a um, and a, this is something I did I knew nothing about. Yeah, mm. I just from because I'm sketchy. Um, just from <laughs> reading the description, it it sort of sounds like it's just a true crime sort of podcasty thing in the way that it you know it's like we delve into why three Colombian coal miners were murdered once they uncovered a decade decades long saga of bribery scandal and civil war ah. and I'm like is this just a true crime <laughs> sort of thing because that's kind of what it sounds like um, it's not not a true crime thing because a crime happened, but it, exactly. it kind of d delves a little bit more into like the the reasons why that sort of that that the bribery that and what have you happened. was happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, kind of it it kind of spreads out a little bit more than a true crime, and that's kind of what I was saying because true crime usually like this event happened. Here's what led up to it, mm -hmm. and here's what the the chain of events after happened. Like this is like this event happened. Here's everything that kind of is in the pyramid that led to this one mm -hmm. event. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and is the main like so what I'm trying I guess what I'm trying to understand is the main event of this podcast the death of the coal miner? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So mm, I stand by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> uh, it does it does speak very true to Vice's video documentaries as yeah. well, um, which I think uh have done a good ish job of the stuff they present. I don't know whether that's budgetary constraints or whether that's editorial constraints, but I think for the most part, this does echo 
a similar similar vibes and yeah. similar storytelling to how they present most of their video stuff as well. So yeah, and I didn't find it. I didn't find the presentation a problem. It's like, just different. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. So, sometimes, yeah. sometimes, like I really do find the presentation of these kind of podcasts an issue. Yeah. But this one was totally fine. It was de- definitely more content focused than style focused, and that's kind of what I prefer. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, that does us. How cool so, is that? Um, now let's. I want to backdate our uh, recommendations for our sport themes. Zane, what was yours? I recommended It Seems Smart, uh, a limited series that from a couple of years ago that dives into kind of like the controversies and the weird people involved with sport. Asabi? Code Switch, the podcast dealing with race in America. Oh, shit. And sport. And sport. And sport. (laughs) And sport at some stage. Well, race is a sport, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, And I recommended Take Line and No Dunks, podcasts about basketball, pretty much. That's about it. it. Honestly, that's really not much else. Um, uh, You can get us on uh, that'snotcanon.com forward slash castology. We have a little form there and Zane does all these stuff for us um, because yeah I, I listen to the podcast that you submit um, we guarantee that we'll listen we won't guarantee that we'll feature on the no. podcast but if you you can reach out there you can reach out on our social media we're on Instagram Twitter and Facebook uh, it depends what time of day it is who you'll get on those those mediums um, but yeah those are the ways that you can reach out and if you would give us a five star rating and a review we would love you forever as we always say five stars only yep yeah so five stars only that's it you cowards yeah oh I want to hear any, I want to see any of the other, that other shit anyway, I am I, not affiliated with anything that has been said on this podcast have you given us a four star rating uh, I take the fifth <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, uh, that does us for this week. Uh, I've been one of your hosts, Nick Bleak, across me has been Zancy Weber, our special guest, Asabi E. Goodman. Keep listening to podcasts, people. What we do here is go back, 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 and we're back, and we're back with another episode of the wait, Bros- wait, 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 James, James. They might not know who we are yet. All oh, right, this is a promo. Well, I'm James, and I'm Matt, and together. We're the Bros and Brews Podcast. We're coming at you every week with worldly discussions, an art meets life questions podcast. What three albums would you take to a deserted island? How comfortable are you with sex and sexuality? Is it ethical to have children? What actually makes a great actor? We use our personal experiences, the craft of acting, and pop culture as a springboard to discuss everything. From uncomfortable truths, demonized issues, and problems often swept under the rug. But don't worry. We have fun along the way. Come join us for our weekly chicken, and we'll see you next time. Peace! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.